0: The South Congress Podcast is a weekly lifestyle show that covers a wide variety of subjects. It occasionally touches on mature ideas and features inspired dialogue and can include suggestive language. In other words, it's not a game over here. Listen, learn, and enjoy. Drop on, on the river, Uncle Jim, I'm a real lady killer Throw it back, make me feel like a winner Throw it back, make me feel like a winner yeah. I've been, I ain't you for a minute hey. Girl, you bad and you handle your business hey. Ass fat, tights, barely can fit you hey. Went to college, should have
1: been a stripper but she a Digging stripper. about the money, when she doing yoga, keep her motivated, keep her motivated. She ain't out here sure chasing niggas looking crazy, that shit overrated, overrated. Like the blunt, yeah, we getting faded
0: Ease your mind, let me relax you, baby. baby Know the work can be intimidating huh? I know the work can be intimidating Hey. All my girls do yoga. yoga All my girls do yoga, hey All my girls do yoga All my girls do yoga, hey Think it high at night Think it high at night Word Think it high at night Work Think it high at night. Night. night All my girls do yoga Yo. All my girls do yoga Black Jabs Blackball I stand on the backs of a million. They died for our lives before we was children. Some of us, we tryna make us a billion. Own real estate, fancy cars, and them buildings. I'm tryna build foundations like a Seminole and stop the wars where they looking for the mineral. I ain't really heard no
1: truth in a minute, bro. And watch the rappers they salute today's general. They talk shit when I holla about freedom. It's been a
2: Everybody, All guys. right, I want to welcome everybody to the South Congress podcast fan by fan show. I am Cameron and I'm joined by Travis. Travis, how's it going, man? What's happening, Cam? So it's been a few weeks since we've done this. Like it's been a strong two weeks. Um, I'm not even going to ask you what's new because I know things that are new and I feel like we can just get into them and discuss them outright. So the big thing is. You know, we do this show from Austin and from Philly, Um, but this is the last time we're going to do this show from Austin and from Philly, because the next time we get together to do this, you're going to live in Austin. Yeah. So, you know, I I haven't done an official South Congress podcast interview in a while, Um, so this is kind of almost one of those, because I have questions, Um, and I just think it's, it's a cool story, so... What I kind of want to discuss, and I think it's uh, it's becoming evident for people who have heard this because they've heard bits and pieces of this, let's talk about deciding, and not late in the game, but after you've lived a pretty full life, an established life in the place that you grew up, about picking up and moving somewhere else. Um, so the first thing I want to talk about, and this can be like a super long answer. Let's talk about your relationship with Philadelphia. Like Austin is a it's a capital city of Texas. But, you know, when you think of Philadelphia, you think of personally like Rocky and Dr. J and Allen Iverson and, you know, Donovan McNabb and cheesesteaks. And the, it's iconic for a part of the world, not just, you know, part of the country. So, like, talk about your relationship you know, with Philadelphia and it doesn't necessarily have to be, Oh, when I was five years old, here's how I felt. But just talk about how you feel about the city, how, how the city is a part of your makeup.
1: Wow. Um, Hmm. Philly, 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 wow. Philly, Philly Philly's where I am from. Um, hey,
2: quick, uh, quick sidebar. Yeah. I told Josh, I was doing this beforehand and Josh was like, no, he's going to say, huh? Well, um, hum, well, um, <laughs> as soon as you ask him, well, so, what, so, you know, yeah, yeah, he's, uh, no, he's definitely, uh, you know, shooting with a grenade there. But yeah, go ahead. Hmm. Oh,
1: <laughs> oh Philly man! I mean, this place. I am Philadelphia, probably in a lot of ways, just kind of that you know, surly underdog who's never really gotten a win and not like, oh, I feel sorry for myself because we haven't won or whatever. It's just, you know, so how it is. 32 other teams, you know, 300, 350 million other people, you know, uh, I, I think I'm doing okay, but it's just that constant, uh, looking out for disrespect being slighted because, you know, have a bit of an inferiority, product. Uh, 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 um, Inferiority, inferiority complex. Yeah. My dad always says uh, uh, the best thing about living in Philadelphia is you're two hours away from D.C. and New York.
2: The oh go
1: Living in Philadelphia is you're two hours away from D.C. and New York. So right. it's 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 a lot of that in my personality, and I, I often wonder just because I'm a weird guy and and, and wonder about different scenarios and stuff. What would I be like if I was a New York guy, a Brooklyn guy, a Queens guy, whatever? If I was originally a, an Austin guy or, yeah. or just a Texas guy, period. <clears throat> um, but yeah, Philadelphia is is me. I am Philadelphia. I love this place. Uh, it's just, you know, it's been 36 years minus the you know, handful of years I was in Virginia for college mm-hmm. and then just living. Uh, but... But it's kind of enough.
0: Yeah, yeah. And not
1: even uh, enough, but just
2: like, eh, that's enough. Like, no, yeah, this is, and, and, you know, what people don't know, um, you know, unless they, and and granted, like, there are people who listen to definitely both of these shows and other things that you do and, you know, follow you on social media. But, you know, for, for us to be having this conversation about you going from one place you've been your whole life and going to another, like, you've seen more of the world than most of us. Like, you know, you've been to like Bosnia and Egypt, like you've been, you've been out there in the world. Um, Yeah. You said Iowa. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Iowa. Right. No, it's funny you bring that up because like the next thing I say, you know, you and I both went to, and you've probably been in New York a million times, but you know, you and I are both in New York. You and I are both in New Orleans. Um, when, When you, you know, spin the globe and stop your finger on a place, what is it about Austin that kinda makes you wanna be here. That you said, well, if I'm gonna pick up and go and, you know, kinda start anew or, you know, continue on a path that I was following, what is it about here that uh kinda had your finger stop on that globe?
1: You guys. I mean it's really
2: oh.
0: besides
1: no, seriously, besides the fact that Austin is a great t- town. Like, seriously, it's like the best. Like and 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 I might be sitting here in six weeks during <laughs> You know, saying a different, or just like, yeah, you know, it's okay. Um, you know, it's nice when you visit for four days. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but you know, living here, goddamn traffic and stupid ass gerrymandering and blah blah whatever. The things I learned about Austin. And yeah. Where the black women at?
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> you Yeah. Those, know, that those are good. important to find. Yeah. Uh,
1: um. But 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 you guys, you you and Faye. Jason and Mary and Lil, and Shahid and Darlene. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that foundation of really good friends, like friends that I know I can, I can count on. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's really it. And couple that with a, a great place to, to live. You know, people say, "Oh, you're going to Texas." I'm like, "No, no, no.
2: I'm going to Austin." yeah it's not yeah like because of course there's that idea that this is all one big place and it's like i tell you like i'm from i'm from san antonio and so when i get to college like if you you're either from san antonio dallas houston some people from austin or other it's kind of how how to make was and they're all like such different worlds like the people i and at least this is at the time like the people i knew from dallas are A bit more flamboyant and outgoing about, you know, how they go about their lives, and, like, Houston is really, um, like, high-strung might not be the right word, but Houston's very cocksure, um, and, and, and confident in their abilities, and, um, I don't know how to describe San Antonio. It's, it's, uh, I don't know. We have the Spurs. And so (laughs) that that big, small city kind of informs a lot of the things that we do, but they're all such different places and just don't like, if you're from West Texas, West Texas is one place. That's why we don't say towns in West Texas. We call it West Texas. And if you're from the Valley, like even though that's made up of a bunch of different cities, like it's kind of identified as one place, but there's still like five totally different regions that, you know, don't intertwine like they're really different worlds so yeah Austin is definitely it's own place like aside from knowing us and the great people we are um, what's the if you had to pick one thing you're looking forward to the most uh, what would that be
1: the scene just changing that part of of, of my social life like, yeah. like doing stuff like you
2: know yeah. like and I, we, I
1: really won't have a choice like
2: yeah, now you, you say that, like, it's just, I, I'm waiting for this first, because, uh, you know, Labor Day weekend's coming up, and of course, like, when we have three-day weekends, we do the million and one things we think of to do, like, oh, we're going to do this Friday, and Saturday during the day we're going here, and then we're doing Sunday fun day, and Monday somebody's going to barbecue, and I'm just waiting for the first thing you say no to, because it's coming, like, like that first weekend, you're going to be like, ah, I don't really know, I'll be like, dog, get up. Come on. So, so
1: my man staff had to. What was it? I guess it was Monday morning. Yesterday, yeah. And it was it was super early, and by early I mean like eight thirty, nine o'clock. And he works the overnight, and he's like, "Come on, I gotta go to Franklin Mills. You know, I gotta outlet malls, and gotta get fitted for tucks, and blah blah blah. Come on, come on, come on. I take you to Lowe's because I get some stuff, and I just really didn't want to do it." But he talked me into it, and I ended up spending, in a good way, spending a bunch of money and
2: getting some good
1: stuff for myself, and I my Olympic, my Olympic uh, polo paraphernalia that I wanted uh,
2: so bad. Yeah, no. Nah.
1: So yeah, so uh, yes, I had to be talked into doing something that ended up turn that ended up turning out quite quite well for me. It's the story of my life.
2: Like, yeah. And, no, I have to, like, I already have to pace myself because I'm, like, Faye's already planning on getting sick of us. Like, that's already her goal. I'm like, you know, you know, Tuesday nights, Flash going to be on, and if we just already in the same place, like, this is so much easier to do. She's like, I am not dealing with you two every week, hooping and hollering at the television. I was like, no, but you might, though. Hooping and hollering. And hollering she at breaks. the same damn time. But, yeah, so, but, no, like, I'm I'm excited. Like and I'm trying not to be selfish about it because, you know, it's like it's a thing when your buddy comes to town and like he knows your other friends like you guys are like, OK, so this day we're going here and then we're going to his house that day. And then we'll come like, you know, like, you don't you never want to share your cousin when your cousin comes to town because, right. you know, all the cool stuff you want to show your cousin. But I'm like, oh, just like let's let things happen and I'll, I'll get in where I fit in. But no, like it. No, because here's what's funny, though. Like I tell you, like my biggest issue is like I'm fairly social. And so I'm out, and I'm with my friends, and they're like, so where are your single friends? And I'm like, oh, I don't have those because I'm 30. So it's like, you know, because like I hang out with a bunch of couples. And so, you know, like if I see, like, one of my lady friends, and they're like, oh, so like, where's your single friends? I'm like, I don't have them. They actually don't exist in my life. So no, so you're, um, yeah, you might do okay for a little while. For a little while. You might do okay for a little while. Yeah. Yeah. And, I'm, and, I'm, I'm, I'm just... and apparently, don't get yourself banned was a message that I heard um, on the back end. So, you know, just avoid that. That's it's very easy to do, as a matter of fact. I mean, there's a few easy steps. We'll talk about those off air. So, um, go so ahead. So
1: real, real quick, um, what you guys are gonna have to get used to is how a lot of this stuff is gonna be like, like new to me. Like, yeah. Like I, I'm 36, and <laughs> I've, I've had my license since I was 19. Uh, you know, 17 years. Yeah. Um, I've owned a car for three months, for one summer. Yeah. In, in 08, and it got stolen, and I was like, this is why I don't have cars. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't need this in my life, this distraction, this liability, when there's a perfectly good sub right
2: there. Yeah, because it, was it wasn't a so convenience, over. like, you didn't it need buses. it. You know, it was, yeah, you... so
1: this whole like i'm
2: you know like
1: hey i got this you, I, I, it's just gonna be it's just gonna
2: be uh no because that was the thing like, like you come to town, town to visit and of course like whatever the town is of course somebody you're riding shotgun with somebody and they're taking you to see the sights or to go to this place or that place but no yeah like when that's what you have to do every day <laughs> like it's gonna be like oh um and i think probably the biggest adjustment like even when you know when you guys come down to hang out like there's a curfew you know, like, and a lot of times it's self-imposed, but, you know, the energy levels is just different because you're not used to, you know, the, the marathons that I tend to go on. And it's going to be like, some days, like, this first Sunday, like, with all the football going on and all kinds of random stuffs it's going to be like, no, we're just, we're still going. It's like, but I want to go home. No, you can't go home. There is no home. We're still going. So, no, it'll be, um like, it'll be fun. You no, know, it's funny. Um to throw it in there really quick even though we're not done talking about this like I started to tell you uh before we got on like I'm so school started today and you know phase a teacher so summer's over it's a wrap like that three months is gone and you know she had her first day and she's I'm tired-ish but like I work for you know a real community college system now and We start classes this coming Monday, and just the, um, you know, working in private education is different because, you know, you're always seeing people, but it's a limit on how many people you see and the forms they have to turn in are done every month, and so it's kind of standard. Like, you're not waiting on documents from people. They have to have them before you can continue. No, this is real public education where people turn stuff in when they feel like, and they don't get in on time, and then they're blowing your phone up. I've never been, like, in my 30 years... Um, this is the first, I've really had to sing for my supper for the first time, like over the last six months, and I am not built for it, because now I'm at an advanced age where my energy level isn't the same, so I'm working harder than I've ever worked, with less energy than I've ever had, so it's an adjustment, like, I'm, I'm, I'm getting used to this like, I'm very comfortable on my couch right now, I might not get back up, but to turn off the record button, so yeah, so it's different, but um so, like, I, I want you to be excited about the food. That's what I'm excited about. So, apparently, I have this friend, Charlene,
1: and she doesn't... She's lived all over the place, and she does not shut up about the salt lick.
2: Yeah! So, we, we tried to go, like, three times.
1: She said it's going to ruin meat for me. <laughs> Pause. Pause. So I, I, I'm I'm excited just about that because she says you got you get up at ten in the morning when they open and it's already in line, the parking lot's full.
2: Yeah, it's ridiculous. No, yeah, it really is. The brisket apparently is like. It's, it's fantastic. It's the best. It's absolutely the best. Like I think it's like last time I went it was twenty dollars. Um, it's just all you can eat, and it's BYOB, and you just go sit out there. Yeah. No, yeah. So you just sit out there. Twenty bucks, um, BYOB, and they just keep bringing you food until you're done, um, and, and it's just it's my favorite thing ever. Um, I've only I think I've only went out there like twice. and I took my brother out there on his birthday one year, and it's just this is the best thing ever, it really is. So no, that's gonna be the one. And then there's just so much good Mexican food just everywhere, and like you go to the right spot, you can get some like like crawfish boils. They have crawfish boils, where they just boil a bunch of crawfish in a pot. They, you know, you get a table and some newspaper, and they pour it out. And it's got sausage and it's got corn in there, potatoes, and you oh, just yeah. go. Yeah, I've seen some Remember just, your pictures of it. It's uh, just like every like how you just it's just everything in there. It's yeah, like every food group every we just got it all except vegetables because not real vegetables not green ones you know corn but that's kind of a thing uh but yeah so no it's just uh, just a fantastic thing um yeah so um i think we got a pretty good feel for that um who who, you know outside of of course your uh your parents and your brother um who do you think you're gonna miss the most aside and it doesn't have to be one person but uh you know what do you think you're gonna miss the most as far as uh As far as the city, whether it be people, uh, places, experiences. Um,
1: probably my 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 friends. I mean, I mean Trey and stuff and Dory and Andres. Everybody. I mean, it's just you know I don't have a ton of friends, but the ones I have, I you know I mess with. Yeah. I mess with a whole lot, so that's going to be tough. Even though. You know, Stoff and Dory and maybe a handful of them, Angelique. I don't actually see her all the time. Only a few of them I see regularly, mm. you know, more than you know, once a month. Um, so it's like, you know, oh, man, I didn't. So I am hope I'm not, like, just super bummed, like, man, we didn't hang out enough and
0: mm.
2: that kind of thing. Well, so, well, I mean, shit, in 36 years, if you didn't hang out enough, that's on you. Yeah, that's on nah. you. Yeah. <laughs> No, yeah, but um, no, I'm sure, like this is funny, like we're doing this now, like the next time we do this um, and I probably won't ask you ask you about this for like another two weeks, but I'll be like, oh, so how was your first week? Then it's going to be like, oh, how was your first month? Then it's going to be like, how was your first year? So it'll be, uh, this will be fun to monitor for anybody who's ever, um, you know, been in the same place who's like, I want to get up and go. Like, here's a guy who's doing it. And, yeah, and, there's
1: no guarantee that like things have broken my way
0: mm-hmm.
1: as far as getting this getting the crib and and everything and, and the car. Uh, you know, just everything's broken my way since January. Uh my brain into a little bit, like not understand not realizing how expensive it was gonna get it was gonna be to get down there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The pod was three grand and and uh, the truck I ended up renting, renting is you know thirteen hundred bucks. So it's like okay, well I'm not gonna have you know as yeah. much money as as I felt when I get down there. So it's like I, I, things have gone so well. It's like I don't want a, a a few like little bumps to be like oh it's you
2: know yeah. it's, my life's in shambles.
1: So it's uh it's just a different kind of anxiety and and. East Coast cast listeners, uh, anybody that in that crossover audience will, uh, will understand or get. I still haven't packed a
0: damn thing. Uh, oh, of
2: course not.
1: Not a thing. Tomorrow's Wednesday. I might be seeing a young woman tonight. staying out. Might not. Well, might now. Do and then I'm doing the isolation isolation tank in the in the afternoon and I got some errands to run. Like, when am I gonna? And then I got the East Coast cast to do. <laughs> That's a six-hour chunk from yeah. 6.30 to midnight. <laughs> it's...
2: Yeah. It's, uh... Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be, um... <laughs> yeah, yeah, fun getting your... Getting rested up uh, to, to get on the road, yeah. Yeah. So, um... So, yeah, we're, we're, gosh, we're almost there. We're, like, right there around the corner. But, I mean, you know, and, th- and that's another thing. Like, you um, are lucky enough, and it's not even necessarily luck because we're all, um, you know, kind of uh, kind of involved in it. But, no, you have a um, solid support system. You know, you have, uh, like you said, Jason, Mary, and uh, Shahid and Darlene, and of course, me and Faye. So, you know, the, the worst that can happen is you get on, you know, one or two couples nerves it won't be all three at the same time right like if i
0: pull the trifecta then it's like well that's what you
2: get yeah yeah so it'll be (laughs) ostracized by the whole crew (laughs) that'll work out just fine that'll be cool so yeah man we're um like i said we'll we'll keep an eye on that that'll be a fun that will be a fun thing to talk about every once in a while as far as uh the new things you see like i'm just waiting till you go to like you know, that one restaurant, you're like, yo, they got the the $3 margaritas, and they just keep bringing them, because, you know, we're going there, um, but, um, yeah, it's just, uh, like, I know I'm going to be getting out more now, like, let's go to Town Lake, and let's go to Zilker Park, and, uh, let's go, uh, let's go to Barton Springs, and just, uh, yeah, it'll, it'll be a good time, I think, um, because everybody's fairly um, fairly active, you know, and put put with that term what you will. But I, I think it'll be good stuff. So um so yeah, we'll uh we'll kind of leave that there. We'll put a pin in that and definitely come back to it. Um so uh what I want to do now is kind of kind of flip things around a little bit more. So again, you know, fan by fan started out as fan not a fan. Um and kind of the premise was, hey, here's this thing that both of us watch. Um Cameron has a bit more uh source knowledge on it and so and Travis is a fan well yeah, (laughs) Travis is a fan of, you know, what he's seeing, so you know, the dynamic between um you know, familiar and not kinda having a conversation about what they're seeing is gonna be good. And then it was, you know, fan by fan as you started to get more familiar with stuff and then you started to get, you know, more in line with reading the comics and things, stuff I wasn't really up to, so you can kind of hit me to that. So um, I want you to kind of take me and the audience through uh, Vision so far. Um, yeah, you can just you can just take that whatever direction you want as far as uh, laying the groundwork for it. Um, I'm going to tell you what, before we get that far, outside of the Avengers, how familiar were you with the character at all?
1: I had zero... I, I knew nothing about a, a, a vision until
2: I mm-hmm.
1: saw uh, Age of Ultron.
2: Yeah, uh-huh.
1: that was my introduction to Vision. Okay. And I was like, "Oh, he's he's cool. He jiggled Ultron in a, you know pretty dope way." And I was like, "Oh, that was awesome!" So, uh-huh. uh, but that didn't necessarily make me want to explore him anymore like he's, i'm not i am notoriously not a fan of the this the b and c level like squadron supreme i see that on the shelf i'm like
2: oh which is so cool by the way
1: would get that like who are these guys and what is happening squadron
2: supreme you know, that's so, the thing that's, like they were like the uh the anagram mike marvel's anagram for the justice league for a while. So it was kind of a cool premise, but but yeah, I, I know what you're yeah. saying. So that's kind
1: <laughs> of my thing, like I, like like Ant Man is as, and and Miss Marvel Kamala Khan is as far down I'll go. Like I won't even read Nova. Be like, nah, it's just too
2: like who? Nova? Nope, so cool. You know, but yeah.
1: Um. So I, I just totally like just was like oh okay Vision whatever he was in the movie I have no doesn't show up in any of my, the main stuff I read, the Ultimates, Black Panther, and, you know that kind of stuff, the cap Sam Wilson's cap, any of that and whatever um, but Bruce Mitchell a couple weeks ago, three, four weeks ago on our uh, trip to Minnesota and Iowa um, he gave me the trade of the first six issues and he's like, here I got, I bought this for you, I'm like, oh, vision oh, you know? hey, that guy Right, like that was my. Yeah. I Oh, and he has him. a family. Okay, okay. Like that's interesting, I guess. Friggin' robot family. So the first few pages I, I read, I was like, "Yeah, this is weird." He's like, "Just, just keep reading." And by the time we got got to Iowa, you know, half a week or so later, four or five days later, I devoured that book just absolutely in two hours just whatever, just sat in a hotel room and just oh, blazed up first and which was unintentional. I wasn't like, ooh, I mean you know, choke up and then revision and blow my mind. Just so happened that, you know, like most things I was doing it.
2: Most. Most. <laughs> <for a while. laughs>
1: uh, and was just like man! So, so Vision is a robot and or Synthzoid, or whatever the hell they're called. And I've had a few people, Rich, try to fill me in on he's had his memory deleted and uploaded with a different type of personality and this happened, and he was married to the Scarlet Witch, and she went crazy and his current wife, it's so weird, like but it's so fascinating, because it's so intellectual. Rich described it, our, our good pal Rich Fan from Pittsburgh, he described it as they talk, they talk, and they show you all the talking and yada yada the action. I was like, yeah, that's damn sure what they do. That's a great description because they'll show you maybe a brief flashback, but they'll tell this entire story in that brief flashback. And instead of like, you know, showing you like some real action, some pew pew and some
0: some fists and stuff,
1: it is totally intellectual and i don't even mean like intellectual like uh hoity-toity i mean intellectual like numbers algorithms <laughs> you know pythagorean theorem theories and 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 science and and but not enough but not in the weird not in the ultimate even sense it's, yeah. it's it's so special and so unique uh and so well written the wife and the vision and, and his wife Virginia having who he created, he built her, he built Viv and Vin, his twin children, and then the dog. they had. Uh, he's arguing with her, and he's like, "Wife, I understand that I gave sufficient input to, and I'm doing it no justice to uh, show that the facts are fully in my." In, in my uh, in my favor. But I see that you are not going to concede. You're, I see that you're not going to take this uh, blah, blah, blah. You know, like you're not going to, you know, so, he said, so I concede. Basically, like, bitch, you know, you're the one yelling and making a, you know, acting like a jackass. Uh-huh. The facts are on my side. I told you I didn't do that. Here's the evidence showing I didn't do that. But you're still acting a fool because you're mad that you're wrong now. So I'll back off. It was like the equivalent of that, but done in this way up here way, this so super highbrow technical way, but it's not like a turnoff. It's like, oh, my God, they just had this argument. Nobody raised their voice. Mm
0: -hmm. Nobody,
1: but they conveyed. Like all this emotion, and then the wife ends up being like this weird kind of. Oh, it's so so good. I even said it wasn't fair to be compared like to to the other stuff I read. Black Panther, mm-hmm. even on, in, on Vision Seven, issue seven on top. This is the best comic going today. Tanasi yeah. Coats said that. Like, you know, like
2: even the a, guy, a, I think the smartest that, guy in the world, you know, says one <laughs> of the
1: best comics going. Yeah. Said uh, he agreed with me. Like, oh yeah, this isn't even fair. This is yeah. the best thing. So uh, I don't want to. I really don't want to. I almost went and started going into storyline and stuff, but I really can't put this book over uh, any anymore. They're on issue ten. So if you got the trade, the first, uh, the first six, volume one or whatever it's called, um, or if you have Marvel Unlimited, the first three or probably four by now are on, are on Marvel Unlimited, uh, or just grab the. If you don't have Marvel Unlimited, just grab the digital. Spend four bucks. It's that good, and get the first first one. It's 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 really that good.
2: Um, yeah, it's a strong endorsement.
1: Yeah, and then and 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 then that, like two weeks ago, I, before our VIP, I hit Rich up, and I was like, remember how three four weeks ago I was gushing all about Vision and blah blah blah? He's like, what? That and more about Moon Girl? I was like, you know it. So, uh, Moon Girl, Luna Lafayette, nine-year-old girl from the Lower East Side, uh, came out a couple weeks ago. She's the smartest person in the in the Marvel Universe. You know, that's, you know, Reed Richards, Doom, Blue Marvel, yeah. T- Tony Stark, a lot of people, to
2: You know, consider yeah.
1: a bunch of people I don't even... Oh, uh, uh, Chulk, uh, yeah, the, Chulk.
2: Yeah, Amadeus Hawk. yeah.
1: You know, T'Challa, Black Panther. So, Um, and she's just it's a kids book it's written for kids it's not even but i got the trade i got the first uh six six books and then ended up demolishing the next four i think they're up to nine or ten uh again just a solid read Uh, more than solid it's it's really good and even for a 36 year old man and it's book written for you know probably 10 year olds um and it has those themes and it's a few holes here and there that an eight year old or whatever, twelve year old might not necessarily you know, how her, how she deals with her family and stuff like you can't just but um, it's if if you're eight year olds in the comics and you're like not worried about like the, the the content and you know, gore or subject matter, Moon Girl is a great book for, for anybody. You can get it to a seven year old or a seven year old. That's the old, the old classic uh,
2: deal. So, yeah.
1: So those are the two things uh, comic-wise that I'm just absolutely just are, are phenomenal right
2: now. No, very nice. Very nice. Hey, sidebar, what if I told you that the uh, SmackDown tag titles and SmackDown's women's title looks exactly like they're supposed to look? Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they, they look-
1: did with the women's title. like they- Oh! Mm-hmm. Okay, so they literally just.
2: <laughs> it's the right. same thing, yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. And then we have like, like blue straps. Those tank titles are so much
1: better because they're not copper.
2: Yeah, yeah. Jeez. There you go. But yeah, so it's funny that you bring up Moon Girl right <laughs> here at the uh, right here at the end of the deal because I had an interesting conversation today. Now I know you saw. Um, something that I posted on, on Facebook today about about no longer <laughs> engaging engaging white people in talks about racism. Um, and I think, you know, there's nuance there. It doesn't literally mean don't talk about it. It means don't frustrate yourself to the point of, of anger because then you'll just be perpetually angry. Um, and I don't want to be perpetually angry. However, <laughs> before I stop being angry um, – I think there's there's an important conversation to have. Now, you're familiar with James Gunn. James Gunn, the uh, director of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. So James Gunn basically did kind of a long op-ed where basically he tried to explain to a certain segment of fans that they shouldn't be outraged at who was chosen to play Mary Jane Watson in Spider-Man Homecoming. So I don't know how familiar you are with Zendaya. Um, I know who she is. Okay, so yeah, and me too. Like, I I can't tell you anything she's been in, but I know who she is, because it's I, not my... Does she do, like,
1: you know, it's Disney
2: commercials stuff, and stuff, I guess. Yeah, like, it's, it's not my demographic. But, um, so, you know, there was, um, you know, she's playing Mary Jane Watson. And, um, you know, there was outrage over it, because, you know, the chief reason being, she's half black. Okay, so, you know, people didn't, have a problem with Kirsten Dunst playing Mary Jane Watson. Kirsten Dunst, who is a natural blonde, played one of the most iconic redheads in media. Nobody had a problem with that. Okay? It's fine. Like, you shouldn't have a problem with that. It's not a big deal. So, the new Spider-Man movies come out, and uh, Emma Watson... um, Super famous redhead, you know, famous, not, I'm not saying she's famous for being a redhead, but that's one of her strongest features. Plays Gwen Stacy, who is kind of a parallel to Mary Jane, who is an iconic blonde. So he had his blonde and his redhead. So, of course, she dyes her hair blonde for the role. Again, you know, no real outrage. So, you know, they cast Zendaya, and it's just, uh, how can they do this to this iconic character, and they're changing everything. Travis, did you know that the first Spider-Man comic came out two years before they banned segregated water fountains? Two years before. Two years before they banned segregated water fountains. So... so we're talking about 68? Something along those lines. I think 66, I want to say, but, but still,
1: yeah. So, but, but Spider-Man in particular, in particular, was 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 a book that uh stan lee went out of his way to you know like like okay he I'm not gonna go as far as to have black main
2: characters and stuff yeah. but well, no black totally people existed in the world in like, that Robin. world
1: hey oh there's a black male yeah. man and he's in high school oh there's a you know black students walking through the halls and in yeah. the background and stuff so it wasn't this uh lily white at least exactly as far as the enti- taking the entire canvas and tapestry into uh, account and this was you know strategically done or at least you know that's what stan yeah. talks about um so so it's like kind of like the book itself like the the origins of the thing was to was like, he had an understanding of this is it was, the world we live in. There's a
2: reason my that books, these things are set in New York.
1: It's going to represent... Right! Yeah, like, my art is going to represent that. Like, I'm yeah. not going to go out of my way just to have these white faces. That is not how my... The world I see, I look out my damn office window. No, that's not the world I live in. So... And that's not the world Spider-Man lives in. Because, yeah. again,
0: he's in New York City. Right,
2: exactly, as you said. And so, you know, when... When Miles Morales became a thing, okay, when he became – not when he became the primary Spider-Man, but when even in the Ultimate Universe, you know, Peter Parker died fighting Green Goblin, and then Miles Morales is is, uh, Spider-Man. Like, the outrage was kind of the same. Like, they're trying to change things, and this isn't uh, what Spider-Man would be. And I was like, yo. Yeah. Yeah. And here's the thing. Like, if you were a kid in Queens, if you randomly – In in two thousand and eight, spun around, and like you did dizzy bat baseball, you spun around, and by the time you uh you got your bearings back, you were pointing in a direction. You're probably pointing at a Puerto Rican kid, like because you probably are, or some black kid. Like there's an equal chance that that's what you're looking for. Now, that article that James Gunn wrote was um you know one of the things he said was he was like look. I made Drax gray in Guardians of the Galaxy and Drax is green in the comics. He's green as Hulk in the comics. And nobody had a problem with that because, you know, why would you? Because in this world of radioactive spider bites and extra genes giving you superpowers and uh, gamma radiation making you super strong and as guardian gods, Something like a little skin color change shouldn't really have a bearing on how you feel about things. And again, like I've conceded the point that Steve Rogers, Captain America, has to be white. Like he has to be because you're not inspiring America with peak black commander military person in, in the 1940s. Against the Nazis, it's like you're not doing that because people aren't forward thinking like that, and they're not.
1: And that wasn't the world that they
2: were, that they were living in, like, like, exactly. There is no black guy in charge. E- exactly, it didn't exist. So, that so my man Brian Atkins, who I who I love to death, who I think is great. Um, so Brian, you know, invites me to this comic group, and needless to say. Don't nobody in that group look like me. You know, that's just the reality of it. Like I'm, I do stand out. Um, you know, not just age, but you know, color and experience. Um, which I don't think is a bad thing. You know, it's good to have diverse opinions. But it gets to the point where my opinions vary to the point where I don't really feel like discussing them because, um. I'm not super prepared to get that worked up. So that article's posted on James Gunn, right? Um, and sometimes Brian posts these things, and I'm like, Brian, like, I know you want me to say something, but I, I'm not doing this. So let me read to you one of the responses, yeah. um, word for word, okay? And I don't think you and I have talked about this. No. So it begins with the quote, um, one of the quotes from the articles. It says, people get upset when something they consider intrinsic to a comic book character changes when adapted for a film. So that's a quote, right? And this is the response from it. That is me in a nutshell. The only reason they make these casting choices is for the publicity, no matter what excuse they try to give.
1: (sighs) On its face, I mean, it's just the premise that that person is coming from is that Say, you put black people in movies and they just do blockbuster numbers and stuff. You put them in lead roles. That's just happening all over the
2: place. Well, no, no, no. Like, here's, here's what they're actually saying. If, if we can, because I, I, I'm an English major. So, you know, I, this is one of those few times where you look at the words and you have to take them for what they mean. Okay. This is what this is actually saying. It's saying that there is not a scenario where a role written for a white person is taken by a person of color because they are better equipped to fill the role. That's what you're saying. That's actually the words that you put down. You know? You're saying that there's not a situation where a, a white actor or actress – can be outperformed by an actor or actress of color to better fit the vision of what the director or writer is looking for. And I don't know what else to call that, but racist because you're literally saying that in every scenario of, and even if we're talking about just a comic book movie in every scenario if it was a role that was originally a white person, they're better suited to fill the role.
1: Right. Totally. And that is absolutely right. <laughs> but still, the wording of, I mean, the the only reason they make these casting choices is for the publicity. Yeah, yeah. As if these things ever, like, like so this
2: is... No, yeah, it's, it's as if reaction automatically equals dollars.
1: Especially this type of reaction in yeah. this type of cl- the climate we're in, like n- n-
2: no, no, that that's not how it works. Now, like, look at Idris Elba and Thor, mm-hmm. okay, in, <laughs> and which which caught a lot of flack. Yeah. Like he has a commanding presence most actors don't have, you know, and it part of it is being a tall, good-looking British guy who also happens to be a tall big British black guy who's established himself like in iconic roles like the wire and uh what's I always forget and Luther and Luther like he's established himself as this and that's why he works in this role like to define him down to his blackness is like it's it's racist it, it's unfair and You know, again, I I don't say this because my goal is to argue with people. I say it to say, you know, eventually you establish yourself as what you are, all right? Um, And if we're going to decide that one set of people is always going to be better equipped than another set of people, there's not really a conversation that we need to have. Like, I, I can't spend my days sitting around arguing with old white guys because in some instances old white guys have decided that it's one way and they don't want to see the other way and that's perfectly fine
1: and by they old man want... you shouldn't be you know 38
2: well again we're talking about somebody talking about the uh we're talking about somebody talking about the um the, the, the holy grail that is maintaining the ethics of spider-man <laughs> like if you know, if if I if this guy writes an article and you know, we go back to an article from like two thousand and two and I see that he was up in arms about Spider Man having organic web shooters instead of him making them himself, maybe I'll take a step back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if if you had a problem with willem dafoe and james franco not putting on do-rags and using sporting waves because i don't know if you've seen them in the comics or in the spider-man cartoon but they had waves on their head you haven't seen how they look in the comics no they're white guys with waves it's the strangest thing but you know if you were up in arms about that i'll take a step back because i'm tripping but i don't think that was the case you know what i mean it's um like it's it's disheartening that this is still a conversation that we have to have because like, here's, here's the key people of color and women and you know, the, you know, gay people, I always say LGBT, but I always feel like I say it in the wrong order. So we'll let that sit for what it is. Like these people deserve, To have the same fun as other people. They deserve to be able to build the same imagination as other people. They deserve the same hope as other people. Okay. Now. That shouldn't mean. We have to make. Brand new. Separate characters. And create a whole new system. For us to be happy. Because just like you grew up. Loving these white male superheroes. We did too. But we also grew up to the point where we understood that there should be more things for us and that in a world that looks like our world looks, we should be able to appreciate these things on our level. All right. Because in as flat as you can say it, you know, there's a Punisher comic where it, there was a, what if Punisher was black and all of a sudden Punisher wasn't getting away with a damn thing because the police was following them around all the time you know, it was different, you know, he got, he got treated as a different entity, so, like, I think that people of minorities, like, we deserve to have characters on equal footing as these iconic characters that have existed since the 60s, like, you're not all of a sudden gonna create a brand new character after these things have been around for 60 or 70 years, and automatically accepted as peers, like, Let us jump in. Like, let us get a piece of it. Like, it's not... And granted, like, Superman and Batman ain't going away. You're not less because other people are getting on equal footing. But now we're getting into the crux of this racism thing as a whole. Right, that's right. (laughs) You know, now we're getting into really what the issue is. Like a pillar
1: of, like, white supremacy. I mean, it's like... It's like one of the very reasons they... You know they they love to use the example. Uh, well, the, the Irish were slaves too back. You know,
2: yep.
0: a few
1: decades. You know when you're talking about you know hundreds of years. But yeah. You know, Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Forty year run where Irish were were at the bottom right alongside uh, 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 black slaves and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't. In, it was when they saw. Oh, oh, they're revolting together.
0: Mm-hmm. oh
1: okay well let's here Irishman, you're better than this guy like they like, they just here you have a little bit better you're mm-hmm. still garbage and trash and broke and poor and sharecropping and, and you know we're still dominating your life as the elites that run the world in this country but you have a tiny bit more than, than them and so help us and in turn that just helped dominate you know it's just how you keep people in line yeah. um i did i did want to briefly say coming from the uh, uh, comic shop last week um uh, my last trip actually there I, I, so guys she's like oh so how is it going uber guy just you know, being being cordial and talkative
0: i'm mm-hmm. like oh you
1: know my weekly weekly trip to the comic shop you know, just throw that out there, and then you know, I always if they ask, us what I you know, whatever. You saw the, where I was coming from. Um, and he goes, Oh, what's uh, what's happening in comics now? And I haven't, you know, you know, been a long time. Uh, and he's like, says whatever he sees like on the trailers and stuff. You know, yeah, see Captain America and stuff. And, mm-hmm. um, I was like, well, yeah, a lots happening. Uh, I was like, a lots happening in Making a lot of people, a, or a certain type of person, man, oh, and I'm wearing my brand new uh, <laughs> RBG um, sneaks with the red, black, and green with uh-huh. the red, uh, joint, and I'm wearing my uh, power, with the power, black power fist shirt, All right, so, <laughs> like, yeah, a certain type of person is really pissed off at what's happening, and. Mainstream uh, uh, comics right about now.
0: Mm-hmm. He's
1: like, what? Well, well, I was like, well, Spider Man's a Puerto Rican. Girls a Thor. Uh, girls of Thor. Thor's a girl, uh, woman. Excuse me. Um, and just kind of running off like the, the what, what's happened. I was Like, oh, you got a you got a Muslim uh, superhero that I read about, and you know she kicks ass. And and then we had and he's kind of like chuckling. I was like, but these are the same people that when they make movies about ancient Africans, they get Christian Bale to play them, and they don't have any problem with that.
2: No issue.
1: That's supposed to be history. And he goes, like, almost in this suppressed realization, right? Yeah. Like, oh, I never thought of it that way. Kind of laugh, like, oh! Like, he wanted to laugh, like, oh my god, I never thought of it that way. But he kind of, I I, I sensed in him, he kind of Suppressed the, you know, the shock. Like, holy crap! I never really
2: yep.
1: thought of it that way. Why is Christian you
2: got woke quick.
1: playing Moses?
2: You know, some yep.
1: ancient Semite. You know, oh yeah, get the, you know, yep. I'm here, guy, over here, here to do it. So, um, so that that was interesting, and we had a little little uh, talk, a little bit about some comics. He didn't he lives around the, the corner he's like oh i'm thinking from the shop and yeah he's like, well, i'm thinking about uh, going in there. i was like oh yeah I, then i started putting the shop over uh how great it is
2: and said, mm-hmm. some coffee so yeah so, so yeah unfortunately
1: no, yeah. yeah we're still having this dumbass conversation
2: still got to it's rough um
1: in, in the way we're ha- in the way we're having it where it's like yeah. why that article exists like it's time to yeah, stop engaging it, even though i agree with you like that's totally not the answer, but
2: yeah, they, like, like not talking about well, it is the answer, you gotta but use hyperbole to make a, make your damn point. Yeah, because everything actually can't be a discussion because like you're wasting words and time and energy on things that aren't as valuable. Um, now, it's perfectly fine to say, hey, that thing you said was racist and walk away and let them, you know, deal with that. Like you deal with that on your own level. Um, and no, just kind of. To to put a pin in all this, let us talk about numbers because numbers are important. Travis, can I tell you the ethnic makeup of Queens in 2012? That's here. Okay. So in uh, 2012, 27.2% of Queens was white, twenty point nine was black, twenty four point eight was Asian. Alright? And um 12.9% made up some other race, all right? And 27 identified as two or more races. So that leaves 27.9% was Hispanic, all right? So the idea that Peter Parker's love interest in a city that split pretty much Four ways, evenly, <laughs> ethnically. If if if
1: if he was Vietnamese, you could not be
2: mad. Yeah, and and, and so Peter Parker and his love interest both live in.
1: Actually, they're that two percent. Or that
2: that yeah. I mean, she's that two percent technically. No, Miles Morales is half black, half. Oh well, yeah, no, I, and I mean Peter Parker. I'm talking specifically about Spider-Man: Homecoming. Oh you know,
1: oh oh, my bad. Right? Okay, you're
2: right. So no, so so like the idea that like he would have oh, a love if, interest. If, if, if,
1: if wait a second. So wasn't that Miles Morales in in Civil War?
2: No. That's Peter that was
1: Peter Parker and 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 Marissa Tomei's his mom
2: aunt. Oh oh, you mean his Italian aunt? You mean his Italian aunt May Parker that people didn't seem too upset about? Is that who right. you mean? All right, yeah. Because Peter, Peter Parker's, Parker's, Parker's not Italian.
1: No.
2: Yeah. So yeah. um oh, okay. I thought that was Miles. But no um, yeah. But in a town that's that evenly split, the idea that somehow they're not being faithful to the character means you think being faithful to the character is the 1960s when minorities were treated like shit. That's where I stand with you. And that's all I will say about that. Hey, Cameron. Hey, Faye. Uh,
0: Got a question for you. Go ahead. Do you like podcasts?
2: I love podcasts. Like TV podcasts, movie podcasts, sports podcasts, comic podcasts. I love podcasts.
0: So have you ever wondered which podcasts are created in Austin?
2: I mean, I have like, you know, I pretty much listen to podcasts in New York or LA or Chicago. So I don't really know what's created here in Austin.
0: You know, you should really check out the Satchel podcast player.
2: The Satchel podcast player?
0: Yeah, it's the world's first podcast player that lets you find both locally sourced and locally focused podcasts right in your hometown.
2: So like living here in Austin, I could find a podcast about local music. Or if I lived in Philadelphia, I could find podcasts about Philly cheesesteaks. Or if I lived in Montana, I could find podcasts about whatever it is they do in Montana. Through the Satchel Player?
0: Yeah, on your iPhone or your Android.
2: So no matter what phone I have, I can get the Satchel Player.
0: Exactly. And you can also donate to your local podcast with the app.
2: So like, if I'm in L.A., And there's, like, a really cool podcast about surfing. I could give the guy, like, $100 so he can get a new surfboard.
0: I mean, you could, but it's whatever you like. You know, a dollar, $3, $5, whatever you want to contribute to your local podcast.
2: So if I wanted to give him, like, $3 for surfboard wax, I could do that.
0: You definitely could.
2: Very nice, very nice. So, yeah, sounds like I'm going to be getting the Satchel Player.
0: Yeah, you can download it at satchelplayer.com or your native app store.
2: Hey, good looking out. No problem, bro. So let me establish this. So me being the big time hip hop head that I am, um, you know, I, I pretty much like I'll jump in to uh, things people tell me to listen to. Uh, Faye and I go to a wedding the beginning of last college football season, right? And it's in Houston, and Houston radio is notoriously good like it's just like the hip-hop radio is so good so i keep hearing the song no flex zone no flex zone no flex zone they know better i'm like oh this is jams like i'm into it right so i i don't know i'm like who is this that sings this like who is this like and, and me being me i'm like yo who is this who is this little girl who's rapping her ass off with this dude on the song um and you know get more into it now these these kids Ray Shremmered so like, I'm a big Mike Will Made fan and uh, you know, I like his beats like uh, like everything he had done up to that point so he gets on the Breakfast Club and he has his group it's called Ray Shremmered and so his production company is Ear Drummers so Ear Drummers is being Ray Shremmered backwards oh
1: that's what they're saying at the
2: beginning yeah. Ear, drummers? Ear Drummers exactly. Uh, yeah. my God okay okay nice yeah, so it's that backwards so like he has these two kids and i'm like okay like these two like uh you know kids in their 20s and they're just balls of energy and they just they're jumping around and they're dancing and just like having a ball and you know i i'm from that era where like i'm an old guy i'm from that era where you know 2003 2004 this is this is when backpack backpack rap hits the mainstream with, with kanye and it's the Kanye's and him producing the common Al- albums and the Talib, And then at the same time, Chappelle has, you know, most death and the roots all on his stuff. So it's kind of that. So it gets at that point where like fun rap, quote unquote, is kind of dying out like Jiggy has died, you know, and the shiny suits Puff was wearing like that's gone. So. You know, when, when rap comes along like this, where it's like kids having fun, like in a in a post soldier boy world, you know, the first thing you think is all oh, these kids are they're stepping and fetching and cooning and I'm like, But yo, this music is like good though. Like I don't care about any of that. Like I don't I don't wanna get into that conversation. So, you know, the album Which comes out I think you know, is not true. No, 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 and it's not true. Um, so the album comes out and I'm like, yo, like this is I hear song after song after song after song. I'm like, Yo, this is jamming like and, uh, my man Miles, so many miles in this conversation, my man Miles is like, okay, I'm like, this album is, is like really good. Like this is, it's really thorough. And then you start to see people on Twitter they are like, yo, this is like the most complete album of 2015. And I'm like, I'm listening to him. Like they might be right because I'm song after song after song. Like I, I love all this stuff. Like from, they had No Flex Zone and then, um, the the last song that they had, uh, the, the Come Getter song was like the final single and then they had the uh, the single with Nicki and Young Thug the uh, Throw Some mo, and then they had the Up Like Donald Trump it's just like song after song it's just good and then um uh, the one they had with um, I don't know if you remember how that one went uh, where Swaggy Lee's kind of singing on it it's like na 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 you know what I'm talking about no, no. Yeah, way to go guy um, of course, now I got to look it up. Uh, let's see. It is, what's that one called? Uh, this could be us. That's what it is. This could be us, but you playing. I'm like, oh, that's dope. And then, uh, you know, the Lit Like big, which I think was the first one that got you. Um, and then my ex, I'm just like, and you know, and, and you and I discussed this album, um, you know, thoroughly, you know, you, you kind of had it as like kind of a middling thing. Which I still think is a ridiculous rating system because I'm like, you can't just go by what you like because you something can be good. Well, no, I'm serious. And what I mean by that is, like, when I rate an album, like there are songs that are good that I understand that are good that aren't necessarily my taste. Um, so that's okay. kind of how I go about things. Well, that's um, not how I go about things. Well, then you're trash because no, there's no reason to yell. But like, no, I think that um, like it's. Like I think some some albums have like really good singles and then the album which outside of condition? the single whatever and then the album outside of the singles isn't really strong which doesn't mean it fails as an album it just means it's top heavy to me um but no I thought this one was like aside from one or two things I was like no this is this is really good so but with a thing like this you're like okay like it's uh a producer more than it is the artists on this that is how I interpreted it because like it's in our producer. Like he has all these beats. He knows the vision that he wants. He's a lot older than them. So he knows what he's putting out. Like this is what the final product is, but you flip it around. And like, in the meantime, like I hear the features these kids are doing like on, like on Blase. I thought Sway Lee had like the best feature I've ever heard. He's like, uh, sipping, not the jug until I feel it in my body. I'm just, hoping you were salty when you saw me keep a rowdy seeing around me all we do is div and dab i was like wow that's really good for a song that's not their song i was like this is great um and then like it uh, it it does help that but i still think he was the strongest part of the song though uh but then you know you flip that around and he's he's writing songs for beyonce all of a sudden like Sway Lee is, I'm like okay, these kids are is like he the talent. Uh, yeah. He's so the he's the the, uh, the the lighter complected one. Out yeah, of the two of them. That's known by the voice. The, the 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 one with the higher voice.
1: Oh, well, that's the one I like.
2: Yeah, yeah, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Sway I think, Lee. Yeah. Okay. And I, I like think that. to to not to not like put division between the two, but I do think he's the more talented one. I think he's he's very good. Um, yeah, that
1: first the first on on uh, Shrimp Life, the, the first album. I uh <laughs> he was like just not not intolerable, but he was definitely the weak part of most of the songs I didn't like. Even the ones I did like, you know, lit like you know, mm-hmm. lit lit
0: lit, and then here
1: he come. Who got that smoking loud? I want to smell it. the whole song I come, <laughs> But he was him, the older one, the one I didn't like, was so much better
2: yeah uh, this and i think
1: time
2: like part of that is he can do more um like i think like when you're when you can rap and you can harmonize like it just yeah you're, you're doing more um so no so you fast forward and then like shrimp life 2 comes out and i'm kind of like oh i wonder if this is going to be good like i know it's going to have that energy but like i'm wondering like how good it can be now here's what i want since i kind of put out there kind of things i felt about it first yeah. Um, like, what are your kind of initial thoughts about about what you heard it being about a week and a half into your system?
1: Yeah, so I knew they were coming out with something. Like, oh, okay, From Ray Shrim coming out with a uh, with a new thing, probably because they were on the uh, Ex- Esco, Terrestri- Esco Terrestrial
2: mixtape, Future. Yeah, Joint. Future DJ Esco, yeah,
1: and and um, what's the tr- what's the song called? Oh, by chance, Mm -hmm. that's been coming on Pandora, uh, uh, on on the um, whatever my radio. Oh, Slug Christ Radio, like just Mm -hmm. trap trap stuff. And and that just so I was like, oh, bet. So when you (laughs) as soon as I saw you posting on Instagram or in the group, that was in the group, like, oh, I gotta I gotta grab that. Like you know, so before you even said, hey, let's review this. That's review this album i knew like because i liked the first album enough to know i wanted to see if they got better and no. i like by chance i like the single like all right well at least they're going to have uh, some you know four songs on the album again that <laughs> i think are are worth worth uh checking out and then it turned into the to total inverse like they have four songs out of the 14 if you have the deluxe um, that probably aren't that great and two of them I think are in the deluxe songs uh yeah 12, 13, and 14 are your bonus joints I think 12 and 14 are I'm not gonna say trash but they're just not I don't think they're good songs yeah and I think the album probably could have ended uh at do yoga which is just a phenomenal trem-
2: trem- tremendous to follow <laughs> your terminology so, tremendous
1: so I got to hang out with stuff again like I said yesterday and we're shopping and running around and I got to put that on and he just he just looks his nose down at all the stuff that I've been into the last year future young Thug, or Jeffrey trim uh, uh, everybody love Christ everybody everybody he's just like listen he's just like listening to the, He's like it's so easy and it's so like I'm like I don't know whatever I know it works for me. I yeah, like yeah. It, and it, and it makes me want to, you know, so whatever. You can analyze it the way you want and think about what it went. You know, it help, It doesn't help that he raps and makes beats himself. So, yeah. you know, everybody's a damn critic. Um, but, I, yeah, I, I think they really uh, – it's like a serious step, like, in the right
2: direction. No, I think it's interesting that something that seemed to me – you know, you know, you automatically think Crisscross. Like that's what you think. You think about young guys, super Dang. producer, um, and they they kind of had a similar look, yeah, um, 14, kind of a similar energy, which is true. Now, which is true. And so here's the thing. When I first, and I think I kind of said that I did at the beginning, but when I first saw it, I'm assuming these kids are twenty-ish, twenty-one maybe. And it turns out they're like. Twenty six, twenty seven. Now, so they're mid twenties, you know, when this is happening. Are and it's like, okay, so yeah, yeah, they're like twenty six now. Oh, so it's kind of like, it's like, oh, like, okay, so they're they're a bit more mature than I thought. I think um, now to piggyback off what you said, like get over here, out of here, get just like us out of here, um, get. Uh, I don't really want to get to set the set the roof out of here, but I yeah. You can. Yeah, and then. I, I might keep everything else like i think black beatles is like stand my favorite out, song of the year <laughs> seriously black, i think black it's my beatles. favorite thing think, of 2016 the, the three standout songs on here wait wait like black beatles oh. let me let me guess mm-hmm. okay black beatles do yoga and i'm gonna say take it or leave it nope Swang. What's your third one? Yeah, all, it, it, okay, now Swang is okay. Remember I said in the guest you did, the entire song. Yeah, it's it's good. I like it. I think for me it might be take it to leave it only because take it to leave it is like it should have been on Drake's album. Like I think it's it's that vibe and it's that good. And like if he was doing the same thing because you know when he does it it'll have a bit more polish i think it would have been a great song on his album but i think it's that good but no yeah black, black beatles is like like even from the beginning like i think start a party like when i first heard that i was like oh, okay this is gonna be okay like this will be cool you know like uh see where we're going and really then i'm like a, the energy that boy like
1: just start like literally let's start this
2: part let's yeah. start this,
1: uh start this album and just having that yeah, I'm listening to Take It or Leave It right now. in My ear. Yeah, no, this is real
2: good. It's, good. it's good. Um, like I'm a big Kodak Black guy, so like real chill. I was like, okay, yeah, I like this. I like this.
1: Oh, that's the one thing. The 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 first thing I noticed uh, about them that was just a complete like I don't know if they said look our hooks were terrible in that first album mm-hmm. or just not up to par. They their hooks and the choruses. Are very good on this album. Yeah. Yeah. Even like the simple ones on Real Chill. She's shaking it. You know, mm-hmm. you know, the real deal, whatever he's saying. It's like, it, at least sonically, it sounds good. The dun, the dun, the pacing of it. Like, whatever he's saying, uh, whatever. That,
2: yeah, my homie's a real deal. deal. She's smoking that right. kill kill. She's shaking yeah, it. feel terrible. real. I'm like, like, yeah. It's like a good, just a good solid hook. And they did, How they you putting really it together? Yeah. few
1: and far between. um on the uh, on the first album. Yeah.
2: Um, and then you get to uh like like by chance is a good single, I think. I think Look Alive is a really good single. Because I think probably the this is something that I told you um like a week ago when we were talking about it. I was like, Travis, like to me, this is not a rap album. This is a rock album to me. Um, yeah, I, I
1: thought I-, I I I took a bit issue with that. An issue in the sense of I have no idea what game's talking about. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. But I think if you take take look alive okay take look alive take black beatles take take it or leave it and even take swang like these are the songs that i think are really strong off the album i think you can play those songs at an edm show and it gets as good or a better reaction than it gets at a rap show like I really think they're kind of genre bending songs, like some of the strongest songs that they have on here. Right, can and play them around anybody.
1: Right, and and just because of the the other stuff, non hip hop stuff, I listen mm. to that. That's right up my like. When I heard Look Alive, I was
2: I, mm. I
1: thought the hook was a little a little much, a little, uh, but the beat, the the, the
0: bleeps and blurbs, tongue, 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 tongue.
1: the beat was just really uh, had to, definitely had a. Uh, EDM vibe, but it's still no doubt that it's
2: you know. I mean, it it, it is what it's. Is classified. Classified. I mean, like no, shake it fast with Juicy J, aff- like affirms that this is a rap album, like and which I think was Slim Jimmy's like strongest point because he's talking about what he knows. <laughs> like I thought his verse out there was really good, um. And I love Juicy, like they did, the, like the middle of this album is back to back Gucci main Juicy J, Lil Jon. Like as a Southern rap album, quote unquote, that's what you want to do, that's what you want, and then like I think they got the first good Gucci Mane verse out of out of prison, which is a feat. Um, but no, yeah, I, I think this was really good. I think it's progression, which I think is super important in in, in hip hop. Like you have to get better. Like the the biggest issue I took um, on our weirdly super popular views review <laughs> like it's, again it's still weird but on no, no, our weirdly super pop- popular views review was that I-, I thought he was just doing more the same like I thought I think Drake's found he did a few things different but I think he's found a formula and a level that he's going to be at and people are like that thing's triple platinum so my opinion is not the end all be all <laughs> of anything um, but I-, I think it kind of stays on the same level I don't think he's gotten better over time I think if anything he's tailed off but you know he's uh that's not a bad thing because it, he's tailed off all the way to the damn bank but no I think this is definitely progression in young artists on their second album I think it's really fun I think the the best thing I can say about them as far as a compliment is I'm going to listen to this until Shrem Life 3 mm-hmm. like it's going to get play and you know if they stay at the pace they're staying, that'll be mid 2017 so cool. <laughs> um, what, yeah, go so, ahead.
1: Yeah, um, the older brother will be, he's, he's two days older than my, my younger
2: brother. Okay.
1: So he'll be 23
2: at the okay. end of the year. Okay. Um, yeah. They said 26 on Breakfast Club. Oh, okay.
1: And, well, this is according to Wikipedia. And mm. the younger one, uh, is, um, just turned 21.
2: Okay. 95, so I, June 95. More power to him then. Because this is like, it, it, would that be in the case? Because I thought, I remember when they, they first came out
1: three years ago, I, I remember one of them was like 18
2: or 19. No, and it's weird because one of the things they said was like when we came out, like we were supposed to say, like it was a rock group, you know, supposed to say we're a bit younger. And, but this is how old we are. So, yeah, how, however it works out.
1: Maybe this is going by, this Wikipedia
2: entry mm. is still going
1: on. So, but they're from Tupelo.
2: Two, two below Mississippi. Easily the best thing out of there. And so,
1: the, yeah. And I I associate No Flex Zone uh, with the, uh, the G-Girls model, oh, crap, Instagram woman, um, who made a video, or who just did a little six-second or whatever, 15-second Instagram with... That playing in the background as she mouthed the words as you know, Instagram.
2: Yeah. Instagram models do. Um, do. Yeah. And, and no, um, again, I, I just think it was um yeah, yeah, like very forward thinking piece of work. I think it's really fun. I think it it fits more than one crowd. Um and just it was a pleasure, man. Um so so let's do it. Um put put a number on it, Trav.
1: I'm giving it a solid seven and
2: a half. Okay. Yeah, I think I think I'm right there with you. I might go as high as an eight, if anything, because I think the peaks are so high. Um, just just a really good album that I recommend, you know, people getting and listening to. Um, I think we, we were talking about going to see them in concert. Um, like Faye's already seen them in concert, uh, and said they were just balls of energy, which is so fun. So, um. Yeah, just just a really good album that I definitely recommend you guys checking out. Um again, if if I had to pick out, if I had to pick out three songs that I think you just have to listen to, it would be Black Beatles and Do Yoga and Take It or Leave It. Yeah, I mean, if and, you had to,
1: and mine is just swap out Take It or Leave It with Swang. And that's and that's and I'll t- and I'll do Cam's list if I only have the regular version, but if you got the deluxe, uh, Swang.
2: Yeah, Swang at that on there.
1: Swang is the song Every time I've listened I listened to this album f- five, maybe six times in, in two weeks all the way through, um, it's the only song I listen to, like, three times. Like, I just hit rewind. Every, gotta hear it, hear it again. Gotta hear it again. I love... Like, I'm really into, like, Maxwell's Woman's Work. Like, I just like that falsetto.
2: Thing, it's a fantastic like, song. Just, just just great. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um. So, Trev, we... Uh... We covered the gamut. Uh, You took us through vision. I talked about, you know, racist still being racist. Um, We got into kind of your thought process and, uh, and decision to make that move. And uh, we reviewed this uh, Shrim life too. What else is there to do other than to say goodbye? That's it. See y'all later. Yeah. So (laughs) next time you guys hear from us, we might actually be doing this in the same room. So that'll be a a cool effect. Um, This should uh, be available to listen to before Wednesday's uh, PW Torch East Coast Cast, which I don't know what you're going to do with that name here in a few weeks. You should probably just leave it as is. Uh, don't I mess with a good thing. Um, exactly. So, um so yeah. And then you know, if you guys are listening to that, you know, a lot of you guys are big wrestling fans. Boy, do we have a lot to talk about because uh, they gave us a six-hour show. So we're going to give y'all a twelve. No, hopefully not a twelve-hour show. But yeah. Um, I think that's going to do it for us this week, man. It's been the South Congress podcast fan by fan show. For Travis I am Cameron And we're out And I ain't Ron Reagan I ain't saying you should say no I'm saying take it You got a mask to your high. Open your eyes See this back to this fly I think I'm Malcolm Middle I think I'm boys, Think I'm Vonnegut I'm the new Freud, Think I am the leader Leader of the people God damn
0: I'm a black superhero I'm a black superhero. I'm a black superhero. If you enjoyed this week's South Congress podcast, take a second to give us a review and rating, whether it be on iTunes, Stitcher, Satchel Player, or any other podcasting format. The more reviews and ratings we get, the easier it is for new listeners to find the show. Thanks for listening.
2: And you yeah. Tell somebody to tell somebody. To tell somebody to tell somebody.